0: I renounce all affiliation with this man as he comes in shields of blazing. <laughs>
1: yeah. Go ahead and make my day. It's I can't definitely-
0: wait.
2: <laughs> for fuck's sake. Apparently my... Opening, <laughs> <laughs> on, guys, just keep saying for
1: fuck's sake until you get a clear one. I'm sorry, Andrew. What were you saying? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> for fuck's sake, just... <laughs> All right, everyone shut the fuck up. Welcome back to Tuesday Gaming. We are Swiss Army Scorpion. I would like to start off this week by touching base with everybody. It's been a while since we did that. Just like, you know, where 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 we're at in, in your character's heads. Uh, if you're happy with the current status quo, what your current goals are. Just whatever whatever your character's thinking right now. Oh, yeah. Anyone,
2: anyone want to go first? Uh, I'm yeah. not feeling too good, Coach. <laughs> I think S.H.I.E.L.D. wants to go first. Dude, so... Ever since I got that new feat, Shield Slam, where I just get free bull rushes, yeah. I'm like super stoked on my dude, and I want to just keep bull rushing everything all the time, bull rush for life. Yeah, so that's where I'm at. And also, I'm very sneaky in the Masked Brotherhood. Don't forget about that. I won't forget. That's pretty much what I got going. On. I just got married, so that's sweet. Mm-hmm. I can't forget about that. Mm-hmm. Also, the dowry thing. Do that. Yeah, is that now a good time? Oh, sure. So I got some, like, sweet loot. Got a new <laughs> breastplate. My yeah. armor goes up by two. And it wasn't because the GM forgot
1: about it until this week that you're just bringing it up now.
2: Right. Yes. <laughs> nice. So, uh, yeah, I got some, like, shiny new gear, a shiny new wife, a shiny new son. <laughs> a, shiny a shiny new mask. shiny new mask. A shiny <laughs> new shield. A shiny new ship. Yeah. Like, well, everything is just... Shiny new Tidewater Rock. Everything's coming up shield, and it's pretty shiny awesome. Shiny new Captain? Shiny new name, <laughs> the captain's Mr. paying T attention Cooper? to you now. Yep, yeah,
1: you've got Joe a basically name. That's right, made a new character. Yeah, yeah. essentially. Yeah,
3: <laughs> Mister. Don't, don't, don't kill him, please. Don't kill him. <laughs> <laughs> this feels like the the episode intro to the episode where he dies.
1: <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. It's like when you're watching like one of those like long running episodic shows, and like they have like the previously on this show and it's like they bring up the thing that hasn't come up in like two seasons yeah. and you're like i think this thing's coming up soon yeah. i think this
2: is going to be relevant yeah. all the foreshadowing previously, and everything. previously
1: on tuesday gaming i'm just so happy with my character right now he's just he's just swell i hope nothing bad happens to him yeah perfect all right well, we can
2: leave it right there
1: <laughs> and who anyone want to go next or should i start calling on people
4: I'll go. Okay. I'll take the band-aid off. <laughs> Great. My character feels, uh, I'm, I'm definitely uh, part of the team and I like that I'm being useful. My character likes that he's making these connections and I'm pretty happy with where he's going right now. Cool. Yeah. I, I mean, really like Lemon. Like, Plus that's one one for the lemon. long and short of it is. is I, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to, in an appropriate future, having more of my actual skills at burglary coming into play. Yeah, but I'm still living up to a lot of what my character was built to do, kind of helping be a secondary face and, and maximizing my skills. So, yeah, I'm 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 a goddamn pirate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep, and uh, I am also looking forward to. Uh those other burglary skills coming into play and yeah. those connections. I've got some plans. Yeah. I, like, we, I, got, I knew uh, you did.
4: That's yeah. why that's why I'm floating on air right now, because <laughs> my character's doing what I want it to do. Yeah. He's fun as hell to play and I know you're gonna throw me some bones later and you're gonna tease out some of the fun shit in my background, so yeah. I know we yeah.
0: got a little taste of Lemon's burglary prowess with uh the Dominator Shield. a few yeah. weeks back. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. So
4: all right, go ahead that and sneak in. That was that oh. was nice for me. That was a really good example of like a small segment where Lemon could pop in and really do what he's built for. yeah. yeah. I liked that.
3: Alright, who's going next? Uh Scram actually. Okay. Scram, this was a while back with uh facing up against the captain and uh, Gare, his original captain in Gare, mm-hmm. from that moment on, I don't think he was the same. So I, he's kind of grown a little bit more uh, resistant to power due to uh, that uh, entire circumstance. What do you mean resistant <clears throat> to power? Well, you know, there's always a little bit of uh back and forth between Scram and Devoth. But in okay. kind of like a cute way, not like a like like a flirty way. You yeah. <laughs> like, like we're going we're going back and forth with it, but uh you know, in the end Scram knows that he's that Devoth's just gonna get his way, but he definitely is trying to make a power grab, Tom? Is that what yeah, you're yes, It sounds like <laughs> he's definitely like <laughs> <used to laughs> all of us. He's Scram's disguising being a his di-
0: teenager. He's pushing his boundaries. Right, uh, yep. he needs to be grounded.
4: <laughs> Calling his disrespect cheeky. <laughs> I'm
1: not being rude. I'm being charming. <laughs> exactly. You're being rude.
2: Oh. <laughs> all right, who doesn't want to go last? I'll go next. Me, that's why. Uh, I'm... <laughs>
5: personally, I'm really happy where Manny is as a character. With real charisma. Well, (laughs) not at that exact moment. But I'm happy that Manny's been able to contribute without just
1: blowing people up with his gun. Although Mm -hmm. that definitely helps, right? (laughs) (laughs) It definitely helps. very good at it. Um, I know if he stopped doing that, we wouldn't really want him around anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Where Manny is,
5: though, like in his headspace, he actually can't shake, like, he knows he should be happy right now. Like, things are really good, and everything's kind of coming up Millhouse for, like, everybody, including him.
3: Mm-hmm. But,
5: like, he just can't seem to shake that, like, down in the dumps feeling. Weirdly enough, it's ever since uh, we got off the ghost ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Are you saying Manny is, like, clinically depressed right now? I'd say he's pretty, pretty depressed.
5: I don't know if, well, yeah,
1: probably depressed. Very lost in his own head. uh, Just just remember, chums, when your friend's trying to push you away, that's when you hold on tightest. (laughs) So Manny's basically just been in a funk ever since we got off
0: that
2: ghost ship? Yep. I like how Manny's our, like, super number two guy, though, it seems to me. You
5: know, he's the first perfect mate. number two guy. Cause yeah, the right. last thing he wants to be is number one. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Every day is literally getting a little bit better for Manny, just <laughs> one point, one point. Well,
5: like things were really good for Manny, but it's just since we got off that pirate ship, he's been really like lost in his own head. He yeah. can't figure out why. Like things are still going good, but like he just
1: can't get out of it. Yeah, I mean that attack that whalebone Pilk hits you with. It's almost entirely just fucking with your psyche. So, like, who knows what kind of crazy shit's been swimming through hole. Manny's head yeah. Yeah. ever since that happened.
2: Like, what kind of stuff's been, like, unearthed or... It's like instant PTSD. He's yeah. also, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. like, a pirate, so that can't be, you know... If he was, like, an office worker, then that's one thing. <laughs> yeah. like, he's, like, out <laughs> battling, like, murdering people and, like, plundering. Uh, that can't true. be
5: building the most stable <laughs> yeah. psyche. Yeah. I have blown a lot of heads apart and hands.
1: <laughs> you really have. How many notches do you have on your gun right now? Oh, so many. Hold on, I'll tell you. Dude, he doesn't even have a gun anymore. It's just notches.
5: Just- <laughs> he literally <laughs> carved even... the gun yeah. <laughs> away. The kill count is at thirty-seven. Oh wow! I
0: was going to say thirty-five. I was a little low. What are we doing for I don't... the big fifty? <laughs> <laughs> 5-0
4: next gun turns 50 over the hell
1: <laughs> yeah that's gonna be my new favorite thing just checking in on how many notches man has got on his gun all right devoth saving the best for last well, so yeah um no i think devoth is in a pretty good
0: headspace he's uh i think he's starting to get a little frustrated with the lack of overall progress on finding Mancatcher cove but he's definitely a little excited about getting what he hopes is a solid lead here Like, other than that, everything's been going pretty well for him. He's got, you know, Tidewater Rock, uh, something that Captain Harrigan could never claim.
2: I feel like Devoth had, like, a wide-open adventure, and then has been succeeding, but is just hungry for more. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's been doing good, but he's freaking Devoth. Yeah, yeah. like,
1: (laughs) Devoth is like, let's all be great pirates, and the second he got Tidewater Rock and found out Barnabas Harrigan wanted it and couldn't get it, he was like... The only things left on my list are things Barnabas Harrigan
2: cannot get. Right, yeah. All of a sudden, you know. Yeah. Nothing's good enough.
1: All right, so uh, that's good. Sounds like everybody, uh, that, everybody's
4: happy. That does remind me. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, that does remind me of something, though. What's that? Just that um, for Lemon, he doesn't really feel as invested in all of the adventures that everybody else is in. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I, I only care about Mancatcher Cove, because then I get to also be one of the people saying, yeah, mm. I we found Mancatcher Cove.
2: Right. So, yep.
4: I feel like my character is almost in, like, the honeymoon phase still of being a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, I just like the fact that I am allowed to do piratey things. That's cool. Yeah. I'm kind of waiting for that to break.
1: Lemon didn't really have, uh... Like, there's nothing that Lemon had to, like, claw his way up. Lemon didn't and have like, to earn piracy. Yeah. By the time he, like, had a ship, all, like the really shitty stuff was behind him right it was exactly. like, all right well who like-
4: cares about all the off screen like I- i'm interested to see how and in what ways the future adventurers will break that honeymoon phase and start to give me those same like i'm really invested in just this mission instead of the fame i'm invested in more than just what this crew is gonna do for me and making me powerful but mm-hmm. also really making sure that like i'm i'm starting to feel that wanting to reciprocate that's why i'm always willing to go on the missions mm-hmm. but i'm definitely looking forward to being more invested in the 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 heart of a mission instead of just the fame of a mission mm-hmm. it's yeah, interesting it's, yeah, yeah the, the honeymoon phase is very fun <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> okay so uh i believe last week we ended with you guys uh kind of coming to an agreement with the next day's plan which was to bring the Gargolavo Egg back to the Temple of Calistria. And uh, that will, in theory, net you a bigger discount on this uh, information dump for uh, Mancatcher Cove. Right. So, uh, did anyone have any anything on the agenda before uh, you head back to the Temple of
4: Calistria? Who's going to the temple?
1: I think it was just myself and Manny. All right, so uh, we'll say you guys go to sleep. And, um, Manny, when you wake up the next day, you're going to have one fewer charisma damage. Hey, what's he at now? I think that brings you to four, because it took you a full day to get to, Quent.
5: No, I'm at five right now.
1: So, now you're up to six
0: after another day of rest? Oh,
1: yeah. Hooray! Yeah, because he did six. He started at four. (laughs) Yeah. He started
0: at ten, That did six damage, and now it's been two days.
1: Right. All right, uh, so... Before you wake up, though, Manny's going to have himself a little dream. The cheery call of a ship's bell is carried on a salty breeze from Port Peril's harbor. The early evening sun casts a damp but optimistic light through the thick, dark clouds over the horizon. The streets of Port Peril are, as always, crowded with merchants and hustlers, but the thrum of commerce clamoring from the thoroughfare is pleasantly dulled, for two boys sitting at the end of an abandoned dock... Far from the noise. The two boys, a human and a half orc, look to be about ten and twelve, respectively. The human boy, Manny, with his sandy blonde hair, is a very young version of yourself. As we focus in on the two boys, you can hear the older half orc whimpering. His arm is held out, and you're holding a red stained cloth over some sort of injury. You press down with the cloth, and the half orc releases a fresh cry of pain.
5: Stop crying. They only attack you because they know you cry.
1: The half-orc gives you a tear-soaked look of annoyance. They attack me because I'm part orc. So am I. Yeah, but you don't look it. If you looked it, they'd attack you too. You remove some pressure off the rag and look at your brother.
5: Marco, I don't look part orc, but everybody knows who my father is. And they give me shit for it regardless of my skin color. I promise you that. They'd give me even more shit if I'd let them.
1: I wish I was brave like you, Manuel.
5: It would certainly make my job a lot easier, Marco. But we're brothers. and You know you can always come to me for anything.
1: Two sets of footsteps on the rickety dock draw your attention away from your conversation with your older brother. You turn back toward the city to see two people approaching you. A small human girl and another half-orc boy, slightly older than Marco. The half work is your eldest brother, Willem, and the girl is the youngest sibling, Alma. Alma closes the distance with a skip in her step. Emmanuel, what do you do when you like a boy? You grip Marco's cloth wound and wound in surprise, while Marco shouts in pain. You fully turn to face your little sister.
5: Nothing. You don't like boys. You're not even nine yet.
1: But he's cute and he gave me a biscuit, and now he says I'm his girlfriend. Are girlfriends supposed to kiss their boyfriends? Wait,
5: who? Who gave you a biscuit? You know you're not supposed to take things from people. Did you eat it?
1: Willem, with his slow, lumbering gait, finally reaches the group before Alma can answer. Emmanuel, did you catch any fish yet? You were supposed to be back home with dinner 20 minutes ago. That's it? Emmanuel. you know that's not enough fish. What have you been doing? Marco cuts in. Why didn't you catch more fish, Emmanuel? Alma finally answers. He says he's going to give me fish tomorrow because you can't catch enough for us, Emmanuel. The dock begins to spin as your siblings' voices start to fuse together. Their expectations, their protests, jumble together, clamoring in your head. (coughs) A strange sensation makes you open your eyes. Not pain, but maybe the memory of pain. You look down and see a barbed whip with hundreds of clicking, twitching legs protruding from your stomach. As it crawls out of your body, You can feel the voices in your head disappearing you look back up and find yourself surrounded by water tall reeds dance in the sunlight that trickles down from the surface and large ugly fish swim through the murky sand at your feet as the barbed whip fully exits your stomach and crawls up your arms and around your ear you notice your brothers and sister suspended above the sea floor and writhing as they suffocate in the water As you watch them claw at their necks and heave their chests, a warm comfort overtakes you. It's their problem, not yours. Now, at least, you have peace and quiet. You look over and see it. A ship's bell, half-buried in the murky sand. It moves. The bell rises from the sea floor. Before your eyes, an eerie shadow appears around the bell. It grows, takes shape, and gains a faint green tinge, and suddenly, you're looking at a full-sized sailing ship. The Death Knell. Another strange sensation, and the whip leaps off of you and swims toward the ship. That's when you notice what's skewered to the whip's sharp barbs. You. As the whip passes your still-writhing siblings, you watch with utter apathy as you try to free yourself from the whip to help your drowning family. Your efforts are in vain, though. The whip disappears onto the death knell's main deck, and the ship slowly floats to the surface with one final ringing of its bell. In the ghost ship's wake, your siblings are pulled in the current, until they are mere feet from you. Though they've stopped moving, their eyes remain open, staring at you. And you know they can still hear you.
5: I can't help you anymore.
1: Manny, you wake up, spitting up what strangely tastes like salt water. As the trauma of watching your family drown fades with the realization that it was only a dream, a new realization hits you, and you know beyond any doubt that whalebone Pilk has returned to the world of the living. So it's the next day.
5: (laughs) I'm not doing too good, Coach.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I slept like a baby. So, what goes on on this fine day?
0: I've got Scram's bag of holding with the box holding the lavo egg in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I go collect Manny, and we head off to the Temple of Calistria.
2: Cool. If they're not going to include me on that, I've got some uh, masked brotherhood stuff to do.
1: Okay
3: scram's gonna follow
2: i'm excited to hear it <laughs> <laughs>
3: which
1: is in the shadows
3: yeah just kind of like <coughs> he's got huh? my bag where's he going with my bag
1: you bump into shield <laughs> <laughs> uh, what get out of here so is there anything else in the bag of holding or is it just the box with the Alavo egg in it
3: yeah, there's like 10,000 bottled waters in there. No, yeah, it's what? just the gargo lava. Eggs.
1: Well, I don't know, Tom. <laughs> you can put whatever the fuck you want yeah, in there. Yeah, no, that's all. You don't I... have to tell me every single thing that goes in there. Okay, so uh, Manny and Devoth head back to the Temple of Calistria. uh um, Hold on. Would I notice Scram just tagging along behind us? That's a good point. Scram, make a <laughs> stealth check. Because I don't think you know where the temple is. You didn't go there yesterday. Right. Uh, so you would need to like follow them, right. not just like give them a five minute head start and show up late. Uh, that's a eighteen. All right, Manny and Devoth can uh, make perception checks. Yeah, I net twenty for a twenty eight. <laughs> so Devoth, you're about halfway to the Temple of Calistria. You're you're probably feeling a little extra paranoid walking around with the Gargo lava egg. So you're kind of like throwing looks over your shoulder every once in a while as you're turning a corner. You look from look back from whence you came and you see scram kind of like poking his head tiptoe <laughs> around <laughs> a sign you get the feeling he might be following you mm-hmm. at the
0: next corner after i notice this like i'm just gonna turn the corner and then just kind of like stand there with my arms crossed and waiting for him to turn the corner yes. looking for me what a
1: badass that's a total <laughs> yeah. dad approach to it <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh scram make a perception check Come on, net one. See if you saw Devoth see you. Would... Uh, ten. Okay. So Scram, you you round a corner being real sneaky. <laughs> and you you bump straight into a very miffed looking Devoth.
3: Captain. <laughs>
2: we're all waiting for the response and it's Captain. Back of the hand. Back of the hand. Can I help you, boy?
3: I don't like the way he just said the word boy. boy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just curious. You're holding something really valuable Mm -hmm. uh, along with my bag, quite honestly. I I, I was more curious about where you were going.
0: You know where I'm going, and we discussed this yesterday.
3: Go back to the ship. Scream kind of like... Gets the fuck yeah, back yeah, to the yeah. ship. <laughs> yeah. He kind of like kicks the he kind of kicks the pebbles on like whatever road there is, and then just kind of like, oh man, whatever <laughs> dad. He, he <laughs> does oh. it, but he's like,
0: you're not my dad, Swiper. No
1: swiping. <laughs> I wanted to go back to the ship.
4: All, All right, right,
1: so uh, Devoth and Manny, you get to the Temple of Calistria, and uh, you find the same priestess that had uh, struck your bargain yesterday. Says, oh, I see. I see. You've returned. You've collect. You've collected the gold necessary for your payment. I assume. I have indeed, and uh, I've also managed to procure the other
0: matter that we discussed. May we speak in private?
1: Of course. She uh, ushers you into a private room. But this private room seems a bit more private. Private. yeah this this is like a meeting room not like the back room of a brothel yeah (laughs) weirdly Uh, enough
5: manny's not really feeling the bang game right now
1: (laughs) i wonder why
0: yeah i will say devoth was completely prepared to have to pull you away like as you like as soon as we entered i was ready for you to just walk off and like find someone else to go off with And i was like no, no no you're with me today (laughs) Let's put
5: it this way. I didn't even notice Scram was following us. Ooh, Mm.
1: Manny looks like he's really been inside his own head all morning. All right. The priestess, when when, uh, you get yourselves comfortable, says, uh, please excuse me for one minute. And she leaves. A couple minutes go by, and she returns with another woman. This other woman uh, seems to be of a higher station. Her robes are of uh, finer material. She approaches... Manny and Devoth, and she kind of like just holds out her hand uh, as like a like a like a like a give me a little handshake offering. Okay. I uh, give it a good shake. Uh, she says, "So nice to meet you." Well, let me try to give her a different voice. <clears throat> she says, "So nice to meet you. My name is Dindrian. I'm the high priestess here at the House of Stolen Kisses. My acolyte here has informed me that you have brought in some very sensitive." Information, and wish to trade for more information. Indeed, we have. Well, if the subject of this information is to be believed, then uh, I thought it best that I oversee the exchange personally. That is
0: understandable. I assume your acolyte has told you the terms that we agreed to yesterday.
1: I'm aware of your of your agreement, and if it if what you're about to show me is what I think it is, then. I think we can make each other very happy. i bet you could. <laughs> she she flashes a grin, but uh doesn't seem as uh as forward with uh innuendos as the acolyte is. Right.
0: Without any like really pomp or circumstance or anything like that. I just Whip kinda... it out. <laughs> <laughs> I just you know open up the bag, I reach like down like shoulder length in there, like I'm rummaging around for it. <laughs> yep. And I just I pull out this Nice, plain-looking box. Mm-hmm. And I set it on the table. I undo the latches. I flip it open so that I'm looking at it. Mm-hmm. Just to make sure everything is still good.
1: It's a box of glove on a spring. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah, it looks fine. Okay. I rotate it to show Dindrian.
1: Dendrian reaches down. She picks up the Gargolavo egg. And she uh, turns it around a few times in her hand. She's looking at it. Casts a couple spells.
2: Wait, this bitch starts casting spells?
1: Yeah. Could I...
0: Spellcraft, try and identify what she's casting. Sure. Eleven.
1: (laughs) You're not sure. Yeah. (laughs) She's probably trying to cast Fireball. (laughs) (laughs) As long as she's not producing
0: water, I'm okay with it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She puts it back in the box and says, uh, well, I don't know where you came upon this treasure, but you should count yourselves perhaps both lucky and cursed to uh, be in possession of such an item. I don't know what you plan to do with this, but she's a little flustered. She says I, I hope you're responsible with it this is really all I can hope for.
0: No, I, as she's saying that I am like shutting the box and like putting it back in the bag. Oh.
1: <laughs> well, to your to the topic of payment with such substantial evidence of the egg's whereabouts, you can rest assured that we will not give this information out lightly. Though, uh, you should know that if the right buyer comes looking for the right information, for the right price, we are obligated to acquiesce his request.
0: I understand, just like, uh, just like you're about to acquiesce my request for uh, Manketrikov.
1: Indeed, the, <coughs> with the information you provided us as payment, uh, I can release the information you requested for one thousand gold pieces.
0: Uh, excellent. In that case. For the four of us, um, however much you put in, just I was like two fifty from everyone, so we Sweet. all put in two fifty
1: except for Manny. There you go.
4: Thought you were gonna make Scram pay for it all for uh,
1: sneaking. <laughs> uh-huh. Dendrian, uh brings out a map of the shackles and she circles about a fifty square mile area of islands and says, "From various." accounts of people who have claimed to see the island or to have seen a map of the island we can narrow down its location to this area perhaps that's still not a very small area but at least you would not be searching the entire shackles in vain in addition a visual description of the island includes a circular lagoon surrounding a blue hole She explains that a blue hole is a blue hole is where erosion in ancient epochs gouge a sinkhole into the soft carbonate rock that make up the seafloor. So it's just a wicked, deep dead end hole that doesn't really lead to anything, but it gets its name from uh, looking into one from the surface The area would be like a very dark blue, contrasting the light blue that you're typically going to see around the shackles. Okay. So it's a circular lagoon surrounding a blue hole. Okay. And finally, uh, though we don't have an actual map, we do have a verbal recounting of the riddles found on the map. Ooh, that's pretty spicy. And she recites thusly. From Blue Bite's embrace, spy the Grave Lady's prized tooth. With the Dawnflower's first kiss, climb the Captain's wayward orb to claim Old King's hoard. But what does it mean?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so just let me repeat that. From Blue Bite's embrace, spy the Grave Lady's prized tooth. With the Dawnflower's first kiss, climb the Captain's wayward orb to claim Old King's hoard. Correct. Okay. That's why you take a typing class when you're in school, so you can do that. That's why you play uh, Final Fantasy XI for five years, so you learn how to type really quickly while you need- don't need to change directions. Perfect. That's what I meant. Same thing. <laughs>
2: type in class. Online game.
0: Final Fantasy XI and League of Legends. Type really quick so people don't kill you while you're busy. <laughs> and now,
2: is it in caps lock? Because that's how I type right? <laughs> <laughs> in multiplayer gaming. No, because I'm not a dick. <laughs> <laughs> So,
1: I can give you guys a couple knowledge checks to kind of plug in a couple holes, but for the most part, you're gonna be left to your own devices to suss these these riddles out. Ooh. So, uh, first you can give me a knowledge religion check. Come on, 20 it. I'm sure once Devoth get ba- gets back to the ship, he's gonna share this with the group, so, like, everybody can do this. Mm-hmm. So, we just don't need to go over it twice.
4: Two. <laughs> 22. <laughs> It's a natural twenty on the die. Ooh, nice. Lemon. Fourteen. Five. Two.
3: <laughs> All right.
1: Good first mate. <laughs> <laughs> Scram and Lemon would know that the grave lady refers to the goddess of death for asthma. Well just it's another knowledge religion. Check the same DC. So Scram and Lemon would also know that the Dawn Flower uh, refers to Serenre, who's the goddess of the sun. And now, uh, give me a knowledge local check. Here's where I
3: shine. Just kidding. Ooh, that's a natural 20 on the dice. Here's
0: that's where I shine. Me. Nine. 28. Ooh, I got the same roll, but I have ranks in this ah, one, so six. 16.
1: <laughs> Scram, you would know that Wayward Orb refers to a missing eye. You know that Captain Wolf. Is actually known to have lost an eye in battle, and you got a high enough on your roll to specifically know that it's his right eye. Ooh. Climb the captain's wayward orb.
0: So, from Blue Bite's embrace, spy the grave lady's prized tooth. The grave lady is Pharasma. Mm-hmm. And with Dawnflower's first kiss, Dawnflower is Ray. so that would, I mean, Dawnflower's first kiss would imply Sunrise. Climb the captain's wayward orb, which is to climb the captain's missing right eye. So, I think it's when we find Mancatcher Cove, my assumption is, like, from the lagoon, from Blue Bites Embrace, I'm assuming, is probably, like, from... We're going to have to be sitting, like, on top of the Blue Hole, and it says, spy the Grave Gravelady's prized tooth. So, there's probably going to be something... Something to spy. Phara- something Phrasma-related that we can see from there. Hmm. And that'll point us to something that we're going to have to says climb the captain's wayward orb and we know captain's wayward orb means a missing eye. So it's from layer like at sunrise we have to climb up something and that should lead us to wherever the stuff is buried. Maybe it's like a Stonehenge thing where it's only at certain time. Yeah. It's going to point us somewhere
1: at sunrise mm. or
3: hey, Are you back at the ship?
1: Uh not quite yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, before we continue this discussion, how about uh we just cover what you do from here until the point where you get back to the Mascador. Okay.
0: I mean, from there, I would basically just thank the priestess for the information. And that's about it. We don't have anything else pressing. And I think we've uh, worn out our welcome in Quint, as it is. So,
5: Oh, yeah. Uh, we've worn out our welcome in way worse ways.
0: Yeah, but we're actually trying to impress people here. So, <laughs> so yeah. I thank her for the information. We head back to the boat. We have the conversation that we just had (laughs) out of game. And go. And I assume Mass Shield has his time to go buy that wand that he was looking for. I did indeed. Anyone else need to do any shopping while we're here? No. Then let's uh,
1: shove off by, say, midday or so. So uh, here's what we're going to do. I assume at this point your plan is to just patrol the highlighted area on the map until you find mancatcher cove
0: that and it's like i'd say we'd probably do maybe two or three days searching islands in there and then maybe cut south for a few days to plunder some ships cuz i know a pirate crew gets restless when we're just sailing around aimlessly
1: okay so uh something else to note there is a uh, there's a port closer to that hub of islands than quent
3: how small is it it's <laughs>
1: I think a small town. There's actually a, a a group of islands collectively known as the Ushinawa Isles. Within those islands are three settlements. The the capital of the Ushinawa Isles are Genzai, uh also known as the City of Lanterns. Uh then you've got Robu on uh, the second largest island island in the Ushinawa Isles. And then you've got Zabo. I'm not totally sure if I'm pronouncing these right cuz these are all like very mm oriental Japanese yeah so Zabo uh, is unique in that it was built by elven and half elven citizens of the shogunate that is Ushinawa Isles it is best known for the Petal seminary which is a small but elegant school for geisha you may also remember that erike whistle that you were given by uh, what's his nuts that summons the forceful erike which is a geisha ship, Uh, so it's it's possible that uh, that ship originated here. Uh, So yeah, that's uh, relatively close to the highlighted islands if you needed a port to to hit. Correct. Okay, so I want one PC, I don't care who, to give me a perception check.
5: I'll do it. I'll do it. Wait, what's your modifier? Mine's mine's pretty high. I got an 11. I also have an (laughs)
4: eleven. let's give okay. lemon something to do all right do it hey i perceive a 20 that's pretty perceptive
1: you spend four days patrolling these islands and you don't really find anything that fits the description you were given on the fourth day uh, i let everybody make a perception check i think this might be the
0: third two i've rolled in a row on roll 20 uh. <laughs>
2: in a two hole i get those
0: but honestly, like it's gotten progressively <laughs> it's better. It world. went from knowledge religion with no ranks, yeah. to knowledge local with a plus four, to perception with a plus eight. <laughs> hey. That's
2: something. <laughs> rolled an 18 for a 19. I rolled a 17 for a 19. I rolled
4: a 17 for
1: a 28. I rolled a six for a 17. Okay, so uh, I guess pretty much everybody but Devoth <laughs> will see this, but Manny's <laughs> certainly the first to spot uh, Pirate Mast. Is it on horizon? the horizon, oh, on the horizon, pirate ship mass on the horizon.
0: Also, uh, Nick, since we've been going for four days, heal yourself four more charisma. That's
1: oh, true. So wow. you're you're totally back to normal now.
5: Oh, nice, nice.
1: Minus the crippling <laughs> depression.
0: <laughs> well,
5: a lot of that depression exactly. was also tied to the charisma damage.
4: Okay. So are you feeling and looking better these days? Manny
5: is feeling way less depressed, but. It did drum up some feelings about the way he left his family.
4: You're still uh, kind of open a bit.
5: No, 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 not not so much, Moby.
4: I would I would call it to your attention that I have noticed that you seem like you've got a bit of a spring in your step again, and it's nice to see you back, Manny. Thank you, Minnie me. I'm Minnie. Oddly charmed by that. <laughs> <laughs> I give you a high
1: five, Lemon, You can't reach it. Nice. No, I would <laughs> oh. not. I give him a low five.
4: Wow. Oh, thank you.
1: (laughs) So, Manny, you would be the first to notice uh, a flag on the horizon.
0: Captain, I think we got them coming up on a boat. Yes, a ship. What about this? I mean, I know we're looking for them, but does this one look like (laughs) prey? I don't see it yet. (laughs) It's right in front
5: of us, Captain. Come on, turn around.
1: (laughs) Whoever you got up in the crow's nest today will call down after taking a look with his spyglass. will describe a... uh, a galleon, and he describes the flag, which I don't have a description for, but you guys can make a knowledge local check
5: ooh, ooh, for that. I'm good at that.
1: I rolled another two. Oh my god, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Eighteen. Nineteen. Fifteen. Eight. Scram, Manny, and Lemon. You hear the description of this flag, and you know that it is uh, it is the flag of the galleon Kiburo Neguma and uh, Manny, you would know that that translates to "proud fist." Mm. And the three of you know that this ship is captained by free captain Big Blue Baloo, who is a Mwangi pirate.
5: Devon, I think that's Captain Big Blue. I can't do it.
1: <laughs> just, just What's say, the say "power eating? fist." Blue,
5: what was the other thing? It was a power fist or something you said.
1: The proud fist. The proud fist.
5: <laughs>
4: the power fister (laughs) it's big blue galuga and the power fister run (laughs) what are you do you smell toast are you having a stroke
0: honestly i'm not sure how we should handle this i don't know if we should just try and like pass by say hi how do you do and keep moving or are they gonna take offense that we're kind of are we in their waters
1: this is kind of a first this yeah. kind of situation. Yeah, yeah that's why like, I'm not I'm not quite sure what the protocol is here. Yeah. Cuz you're what not we a free know about this guy. You're not a free captain, but this guy is and you guys are in the shackles right now. Yeah. You're also not really anywhere near a port right now either. Yeah.
0: Yep. So let's stay wide. That's that seems like sound advice. Let's uh let's uh try and circle around him. We'll avoid contact if we can. If not, we'll make sure we're not here to start any trouble with a free captain, but we'll fucking end it we have to if if he starts trouble with us we will fucking end him but we're not here to start trouble with a free
1: captain yep agreed now typically when you spot a flag on the horizon chances are the sailors under that flag have also spotted you Right. right so you take it wide you kind of stay out of their path and after a few hours it becomes pretty clear that uh their path is changing based on where you're sailing. Like they're coming for us, Like they're aiming towards us. Yes.
0: Okay. Oh, we might have to do something about this. It would seem so.
2: Let's lose some weight. Scram! Off the boat. <laughs> Get that fatty off the boat right now.
5: Actually, um, what do you think about the idea of just instead of trying to outrun them? Well, what do we? What can we deduce by the ship? Is it a ship that we think we could outrun, or is it a ship that we know is going to catch us? I mean, do we look like we're even and it could be anybody's race, or do they have five extra sails and, like, they're going to run us down?
1: A galleon's a pretty big ship, but you guys have a pretty good-sized ship as well. Uh, it would probably come down to, you know, the pilots Sail of check. the ship. And Whoa. additional factor is uh, you don't really know these waters that well. They're, uh, right. They don't worry like, It's their home turf. Yeah. And, I mean, that might not sound like a huge factor, but... Like you're used to like the cross winds and yeah. like the nor'easters and everything coming from the fever sea. This is a completely different geographical location, which could have, you know, its own right, unexpected, right. you know, whatevers Clerks. that a free captain would probably know very well and would be able to navigate through easier. Yeah. So that doesn't mean you can't outrun the ship if you decided to try.
5: Devos but all I'm saying is if you want to earn lore, I know I can outrun a free captain. Oh. But, if you don't want I don't to take know how that much... risk, may I suggest we just turn and go head on? It'd be the last thing he
0: was expecting if we're going to fight. I still would like to avoid a fight if possible. We're trying to earn our mark as... I'm trying to earn the mark as a free captain of the Shackles. And uh, they don't take too kindly to attacking other free captains. So, my desire is to avoid the fight. But, in the meantime... Scram, ready the siege weapons. If they're going to start the fight, we will end it. But we're going to come into this carefully.
4: Scram
3: kind of has like a little skip in his step. He's like, a, yes. Mass so, Shield doesn't
1: know what to do
2: except talk to the intern.
1: Okay, so what are you guys rolling Profession Sailor for? Uh, like, what are, what are you uh I mean, we're just, doing? we're, we're heading
0: for them. No, No, we're what? not running away.
5: Wait, now we're heading towards that's them. What we were running were away. Like, no, we're not I don't
0: running want away. To attack
3: them. Yeah,
0: no, I don't want to attack them. They seem hell bent on finding us. I don't want my first encounter on the open seas with a free captain of the shackles to be running away like a bitch. Oh, true. Oh.
5: Well, you were the one that was like, "I want to avoid a fight at all costs." That implies leave. No, not like, turn yeah, around and then that's right that's that's
4: what I'm I, I was like, "I oh, all right, let's go."
0: No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't want to fight them, but okay. I'm prepared to. Destroy them if they start shit.
5: So we're not running away, we're running at them and thinking that
2: that's not going to start shit. It's like pulling over when the cop's behind you, right? Like you're not running away from him. I'm not going to kill
1: the cops unless they (laughs) issue me a ticket. It's not like (laughs) that, (laughs) exactly. It's not like
5: that, Joe. What it's like is still driving (laughs) head on at the cops and not pulling over. Well,
2: in a boat it
5: is, but. Well, that's what we're in. He's not stopping. He's not saying drop anchor and let him come up on him. I just need. To, I just want to know what I'm doing.
2: You're saying it's more aggressive because he's driving at them now instead exactly. of. Exactly. Like there's continuing no outcome or stopping. If we drive gotcha. at them,
5: there's no outcome other than a fight ensues.
2: I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, I, say, I'm, I'm, I don't. I'm I don't cool. know
0: about that, but.
5: Well, I whip that bed but the I, way around then.
0: I do order our flag raised as well to identify ourselves. I, I think we're to him as blade. much as we. You know, our big mask on the sail, they yeah. should know who we are. Yeah.
1: So, you guys, uh, you turn it around, you heave to, and uh, you just kind of meet this ship as it uh, as it approaches you. Mage
3: armor. Mage armor.
1: Good idea. <laughs> Good job, Shout to you, Tom. I did it. So, uh, the ship draws close, and it's like slowing down as it approaches you. And the way it's kinda aiming is like your bows will pass each other mm-hmm. and then kinda like come to a, a stop, assuming you guys stop too. Yeah. Uh you guys would all recognize the captain of the ship who is uh the pirate who gave you guys shit in Quent. Oh no. no. <laughs> oh,
3: this could be a oh, fun interaction. Here we go. This is like the time I was with i I'm, I'm gonna turn George.
4: to Devos. <laughs> yeah.
5: Do you tell me to come to a stop?
4: Yeah, You should have let me carve right. him up in the bar.
1: I did tell you that. He, he's he got like a wide stance with his arms crossed. And he says, uh, Good morning, Mascador crew. Captain. Captain DeVos, I thought I told you that you weren't welcome in the shackles. Is that what you said? It's a little hard to understand over your accent.
3: This <laughs> is
0: the guy
5: with the He said with an accent. <laughs>
0: <laughs> At this
5: point, I'm going to take Hawk off my back.
1: Let me say it real clear for you. Stay in the fever, Sea where you belong, or you'll find yourself at the bottom of the shackles.
0: I always love when people hurl threats at me. It means I'm making an impression. It tells me that uh, I'm no longer beneath notice. So yeah, you you keep threatening all you want. I'll overtake you one day.
3: Devon is the best. That's why he's my <laughs> captain. <laughs> Scream has like a menacing grin on his face like, this color spray is coming right at you, bitch.
1: Big Blue Baloo gets real serious. And he says, a sense of humor is no good on a dead man. You think that because I've noticed you, you can compliment yourself playing pirate, preying on little fishing villages. And merchant vessels. The reason I don't want you here isn't because you're making a good impression. I don't want the proud free captains of the shackles to get curried by filth like you. So I'm
0: guessing you never preyed on fishing villages and merchant vessels then.
1: I don't need to explain my life story to you. I won't tell you again. Raise your sails and head south and don't come back.
0: You say you don't want scum like me, and yet you let scum like Barnabas Harrigan claim to be a free captain of the Shackles? (laughs) I'm not the one ruining your reputation.
1: I'm not the one in charge of appointing free captains. If you got a problem with one of us, that's your concern. Okay. Well, my point is,
0: I'm already a better captain than Harrigan, as far as Shackles' image would be concerned, so, like... Why are you concerned with us?
1: He raises a crossbow at you. Oh, And he shit.
0: says, I'm done talking. Well, that's up to you. You can talk or
1: not, but... He fires the crossbow. Natural one. <laughs> there you go. It's a 16 to confirm. That confirms. Great.
0: Yes! On my flat-footed AC. Yes! Let's see a ranged attack. Oh, that fucking sucks. Lowered guard. He provokes attacks with opportunity from all
1: threatening foes. Ah, his crew kills him. <laughs> That's lame. That would have been great, like a oh, backfire well. in
2: his eye or something.
1: All right, um, Tom. I can see you. Uh, so excited.
0: Before I assume we roll initiative, I just stand there, like hands on my hips, as this crossbow bolt just like I don't even move. The bolt just goes like flying past my my head. Oh. That was a warning shot. Uh huh. <laughs> this is it. And I just look at him and be like. That was a mistake that you will now pay for.
3: Oh Oh, nice.
0: I was ready to take this guy down fucking in Quent. (laughs) He's messing with us here, oh with no witnesses. Oh I know.
3: Scram, make an attack roll. Scram is going to directly at the captain. Okay. That's a twenty one. Am I subtracting anything? Nope. Oh, okay. That doesn't hit. Oh Ooh. no! So, Should have hit that
1: huge boat target. It makes his miss look a little less pathetic because he uh, missed with a crossbow bolt. Oh and he missed God. with a fucking ballista. Oh, although
0: no. I feel like to be fair, like a crossbow bolt is easier to aim than a ballista at a small <laughs> target like a person.
1: Yeah. <laughs> nope, not true. Everyone no, roll initiative on
3: that card. It didn't say that he was uh, flat-footed, was he?
1: No. Oh, that would be hysterical. <laughs> Damn. All right, Scram. 18. Devoth. 17. Shield.
2: 18. Plus four initiative.
1: Scram, what's your initiative modifier? Plus two. Manny. 16. Plus seven. No one else has a 16, so you're fine. Lemon.
4: 16. (laughs) Right on time. But with a plus four.
1: As I was saying that, I was like, I bet... You know, they're they both rolling on roll 20, and I'm not looking at that, so that's probably why he said it. So Matt,
5: make sure you leave that in, because
1: it's perfect.
0: <laughs> Great. So Lemon is going last with a 16 initiative of the five <laughs> of us. I'm wow. okay with wow. that. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> pretty All good. five of us were within two numbers.
4: That's pretty good. Yeah. We really are on the ball. We are ready to take these guys down. Let's hope this this really carries on through the rest of the match.
0: And I finally rolled double
2: digits. Hooray me. <laughs> Yeah, so did I. Okay, up first is shield. Now, as a free action, am I able to give someone a wand? What? Uh,
1: yeah, if you already have it in your hand. Oh, if
0: I have it in my hand. I knew there was some. So it'd be a move action to pull gotcha, it out. Gotcha, And then you could be
1: like, here you go. <clears throat> I think I know where you're going with this. Enlarge person is not normally a cleric spell. So you cannot use that wand without rolling. <laughs> You have to roll. Really? Use use magic device.
2: I have to roll something. I'm hey. so bad at rolling.
0: It's a zero. What do I need to beat?
2: Twenty. I need to beat twenty.
0: You need to get a twenty. <laughs> no, no. You know what you do. Here, Aaron
1: Ivy, use this on me.
2: Is he? Uh,
1: Aaron Ivey He's a would- witch. Yep. Aaron Ivy would be able to
2: cast it. All right. I'm going to need some help, so I'm going to enlist. I should have thought of this before combat. I'm standing there with a wand, like, how the fuck do I do this? <laughs> Looking over at Aaron Ivey, who's how just like... How does this work again? Yeah. Aaron Ivy shaking his head. So I'm going to run over to him and hand him the wand, and okay. that'll be my turn asking him to to blast
3: me with it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Scram. Uh, scram. Uh, I'm assuming I had a second siege engine loaded. I mean, oh, we no had a, did you? We had all the time in the world to... <laughs> I told you to prepare, <laughs> to prepare all the yeah, weapons. You yeah, yeah. so. we usually
1: have all the time in the world to cast mage armor, too. Oh. And I did cast that.
2: And that shows he is in total preparedness mode. Sure. Okay.
3: So I launched the second one. Uh, okay. This one being the one with color spray. Okay. Are you aiming it at the man? No. Oh, okay. I'm aiming it at deck. Oh, natural 20. No! What a waste.
2: Ah, oh
1: Alright, All so right. deal damage.
0: Twenty damage and a color spray on the crew.
1: Okay. Baloo makes his save, but pretty much nobody else in the area does. Got it. What happens? They they fall unconscious for two D four rounds. So the crew in that area are gonna be blinded and stunned for one D four rounds.
0: Got it. So scram roll that one D four. Right? Oh sure. Let him roll his his thing. Oh, Ooh
3: four on that dice oh, good call man better you yeah, go because I, go. <laughs> yeah, I got a one <laughs> <laughs> that was good
0: so most of that crew is going to be out of the fight for five
2: rounds time for pinball
1: well it's certainly not most of the crew okay but those crew in that 15 foot yeah. burst a good chunk cone. of the
2: crew. <laughs> yeah okay
0: devoth all right uh devoth just almost deliberately just pulls chip off his back and slaps that left breast pocket, activating mirror
2: image. Okay. Oh, that's so sick. Captain fires a crossbow, whizzes by him. The next thing that happens is some chaos, and then there's six of me. <laughs> oh, I should see how many of me there oh, are. Yeah. Yes, you should.
0: <laughs> so there are three images of me. Okay. Plus you. Plus me. Okay. So there's a one in four chance of hitting me. All right. Manny, you're up. Is this captain in range? Yes, he is. Oh we're going
5: to uh, take a full
0: round
5: action on this guy. All right. Just normal shots. So, uh, 22 hit? Yep. Okay, so it's going to be 8 damage. It was a 22 to hit on both attacks, so it was 8 and 11 and then I got to make a d20 plus 6 roll. I'm guessing a 12 doesn't hit. It does not. So, yeah, the first two hit for a total of 18 damage. Okay. 19 damage. 19, yeah, 19.
4: damage. Lemon. Alright, well, uh, first I'm gonna yell out to the crew, uh, let's show them why we belong, guys. And then, I'm actually gonna wait, because... (laughs) (laughs) I I do better stabbing people when there's other people on the ship already. Okay. See if I can rally some men to start jumping over and killing people.
1: Alright, it is, uh, Baloo's turn, and he's going to put two fingers in his mouth and emit a sharp whistle. You hear a loud high pitched like almost metallic screeching sound coming from uh somewhere inside of blue ship then a a large sized golden creature shoots into the sky from somewhere below decks on his ship and the sun catches this creature's metallic gold body and there's like a cool lens flare effect Uh, And then it spreads its wings. Uh Everyone can make a knowledge arcana check.
4: Oh,
5: boy. Ooh, I'm good at those. 15. 16. 17.
1: Nobody has any idea what this thing is. Wow. But it is... uh, 17 wasn't enough. 15, 16? No. Nope. I will give you a brief description. A towering, crane-like bird that appears to be sculpted from silver and brass... Uh, yet it moves with the fluidity of a living creature. So forget that thing I said about gold. It is 13 feet tall with a wingspan of 25 feet. So it's Aaron's turn, and he begins casting a large person. Yeah, that's right. He better listen to me, because I'm (laughs) in charge of discipline now.
3: (laughs) On himself.
1: At the beginning of his next turn, it will activate. Okay, so this creature, who held its action until it was freed, is first to go in the initiative roster. Oh, It's going to fly directly over your ship's deck about 30 feet above you but still kind of like flying through like the uh like past the mainsail and it's metallic feathers ruffle in such a way that they catch the natural sunlight and everyone needs to make a fortitude save oh, oh. 28 for devoth 13 14
3: for 14 for scram it's gonna be a 12 for me bob
1: lemon seven lemon scram Manny, and shield are all good are blind
2: <laughs> oh no
1: and uh well, if I have any it, rounds well maybe if oh, you I guys guess we identified this idea. creature you might know uh the limits of this ability <laughs> oh as it stands it could be permanent it could be one round it could be anything in between devoth you see this thing come and it kind of like does like <laughs> a quick barrel roll and uh Manny, Scram, Lemon, Shield, and probably others on the crew all like, ah, and like clutch their eyes, like this thing just solar flared the shit out of you guys, <laughs> and it then it did a flyby attack before it ended its move action. It did a standard action and then it continued its move action, so it flies past the ship. Okay, uh, it's now Shield's turn. I'm blind. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me let me let me roll for Aaron too since he's involved. Well, since Aaron's involved in this, too. That's uh, that's a big old fail for him, too. Aaron's blind.
2: This is so tough. <laughs> Stupid blindness. My first instinct is to cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not near anyone, so I can't swing wildly. I'm just going to put my shield up and... Uh... Take the total defense action? Yeah. Is All that right. is that an action? I think
1: it's a full round action. I, I take it so it rarely, because I'm not a
2: bitch. I mean, I got two shields, right? You figure if you're blind, probably <laughs> shield up a bit.
1: <laughs> pretty much
0: i don't think being blind lowers your ac oddly enough
1: like i don't think it makes you flat foot uh actually hold on total defense you get a plus four dodge bonus to your ac for one round uh, a dodge bonus it's a bonus type that can stack with itself gotcha. and i think that's why they yeah, made yeah. it a dodge bonus okay
2: all right i'll take that that seems like my best option right now i can't yeah. i mean i'm a melee dude who's blind and i was in the middle of getting a spell it's like you really can't... inopportune
1: yeah, and uh, just in case it comes up, you can't make a tax opportunity while using total defense. Okay.
0: Okay, and I believe blind, if I'm reading this right, yeah, you get no dex bonus to your AC, and on top of that, you take a minus two penalty to your AC. What? That sounds right.
2: So I'm at a minus two AC?
1: So it's going to be your flat-footed AC minus two.
2: Holy shit, are you serious? Yeah. That so, puts me at a six. Shield, now I have plus four.
1: For shield, it'll be flat-footed plus two. All right, scram! Only a dick. This is where wizards shine.
0: When they're blind.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe that's a bad example. I just meant. Shine. I just meant when you need somebody to pull something out their ass. It's the wizard. You usually look to the wizard.
3: I have one idea, uh, and I guess it's the only thing that I really can do, so I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. Chain of Perdition.
0: And. Basically, he makes a spike chain appear within range that attacks people for him that ignores cover from being invisible or being unseen. That's your big idea? If He's able to make attacks while ignoring his being blind. Yeah, sounds oh. pretty good oh. to me. That could be worse. <laughs> that's not a bad place yeah. for him. Do it.
3: Do it. I mean, that's the only thing do that it. I can do, so I guess I'm going to do it.
1: So it looks like you need to direct it to perform a combat maneuver. It suffers no penalty or missed chance due to darkness, visibility, or other forms of concealment. The way I'm taking this is you still need to direct it to the target. As a move action, you can move the chain up to 30 feet. Uh, And then as a standard action, you would perform the combat maneuver and use those numbers in place of your numbers. I will let you make a perception check to try to pinpoint where this creature is on your turn. From there, you can take a move action... To direct it to your best guess. Uh,
0: right now it's just next to you, like, just protecting you right, until like, you can see again uh, and direct it.
3: I'm trying to look as threatening as possible, even though I'm, like, blinded. Like, So, so you're
0: it's... a puffer fish.
5: <laughs>
3: yeah, at this point, that's exactly what I am. Uh, okay. Uh, if uh, I will say, like, if, this, if it does attack me, like, uh, I'll prepare it to attack the space in which I, like, felt it hit me.
1: Okay. Devoth.
0: Okay, I'm going to, after seeing this thing fly by and do its little fireworks, mm-hmm. I'm going to turn back to Baloo, and I'm going to get pretty angry. Be like, <laughs> is that all it takes to be a free captain? You just have a pet do all your work for you? Oh. You and your crew aren't good enough to fight us on your own? And what activate the rage. fucking okay. boss.
4: Yeah. You Man. make captaining. That sounds so easy. Okay,
5: so... If I wanted to hold my action to try and wait and see if I heard one of them, like one of the other pirates make a noise and then fire based on where I heard the noise, what would be the appropriate roles for all that? A perception I'm assuming is involved. Yep. Is that considered a free
1: action? Yeah.
5: Yeah, I can make a perception check and then hold my action to see if I heard anybody and make a full round attack. Yeah, And what would the penalty
1: be for shooting on? Right now I'm looking up the number that you're going to need to get for your perception check to identify the square that you're shooting at. Okay, And that's going to depend on how much noise that person's making. Uh, if you make that DC, you go, okay, they're probably right here. And you shoot at that square. From there you're going to make your attack rolls targeting touch AC. Uh, and from there assuming you do hit anything it will then have a 50% concealment okay so first you got to make your perception check then you got to make your attack rolls and then they still have a 50% chance to avoid the attack try to hit the captain
5: yep I'm gonna do that
1: perception first here's a call I'm gonna make because there's a lot of we'll call it noise pollution going on right now okay People on the Mascador are still kinda reeling from getting blinded. Devoth is shouting to Big Blue Baloo <laughs> and you've got this flying creature kinda
2: like Cawing and flapping its wings. Yeah. Caw-caw, Caw-caw,
1: you, hear, tukie tukie. you hear like the like metallic screeching sound that it's making. And then the whole crew on Big Blue Baloo's ship is like sitting there quietly. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're making their like taunts and their War Cries, they're readying their weapons, and you've got the wind of the open sea hitting the sails. There's a lot going on. So, if you can make a DC 28 perception check, and that's including... There's, there's a plus one per ten feet away from the subject penalty. So, I'm only giving you a plus three for the 30 foot gap between the ships. Because I don't feel like going, okay, how... How far away from Where the port side of your ship are, ship are you, etc., yeah. right. uh, etc. Cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, so I would say it's a DC-25 plus the three from the distance. So, 28 perception check to pinpoint a target. Okay. Uh, do you have a point of preference for who you're targeting? I would
5: prefer the captain of the other boat.
1: Okay. So, if you make that perception check, I'll give you a 50% chance that the creature you pinpointed is the captain.
2: Okay. Go.
5: I'm going to use the hero point for a plus eight on the roll.
2: Yes. Ooh. On the
1: perception check?
2: Yep. Yes. Okay. Ooh. He gets all freaking Zen mode.
5: Boom. Got it. 31.
1: Oh. Nice. <laughs> Got it. Oh, would have failed without the perception <laughs> yep. check, too. Oh, my God. Without the or hero without point. Oh, no, yeah, without the hero point. Nicely done, Manny. Manny. Thank all right. You? All right, Manny. Highs or lows? <laughs> oh, Highs, baby. 16. Ooh. So you you got your eyes closed even though you can't use your eyes anyway and you're just kind of like whispering and you and through like all the sound you you hear like like a creaky board from 30 feet away and like someone like pounding their spear on the main deck and you're like there there's somebody
5: all right and i'm going to full round that somebody 20 to hit on the first attack that hits for 7 damage 19 to hit on the second attack That'll hit. For 12, and now i got to roll a d26,
0: and a 12. It's a hit. 12 against touch. So it hits. Oh, ooh, okay. So is that another... Not very
5: dexterous. is a big blue. 12 Malou?
2: plus... It's not blue. It's blue's pal. Five? Oh, he missed blue. Nine.
1: So now I'm rolling 50% concealment for that person that you just shot at. You want to do highs or lows for all three?
5: Highs for all three, baby. I'm going big or going nowhere. 88,
1: yeah. so the first shot hits. Oh, I
5: thought you meant it was like one takes all.
0: No, it's each one.
5: Well,
1: yeah, no, I'm saying just pick highs or lows, and we'll apply that to all three. All right, all right I mean. keep going. 100. Ooh. Ooh. Second attack hits.
4: <laughs> nice.
1: 12. Okay, I'll take
5: two
0: out of three.
1: Two out of three ain't bad. We can take like think a uh, hundred
0: on the d- on the percent should make it a crit. <laughs> <Sure enough. laughs>
1: All right, so uh, you don't kill him, but you dealt a you dealt a lot more damage than I think anybody expected you to, which was probably zero. Yeah.
5: I hope that kind of caught him off guard and maybe buys us a little time before they jump aboard.
4: <laughs> the guy with the musket can still see. <laughs> All right, Lemon, you're up. <clears throat> all right. In a blind panic, I'm going to drop to the ground. That was okay. going to
1: be my other move. <laughs> I was literally uh, between so
4: the two. I'm going to stick my hands out and see if I can feel anything like a box or something I can try to like use for cover, because all I'm good at is seeing things usually. <laughs> I have no idea how to handle this. Okay. Make a perception check, and then make a stealth check. So the perception is a 13. Okay. And the stealth is a 44. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> uh, the stealth is a
1: 44. So I'll give you this route if you want to take it, Lemon. You're struck blind, and you're like, I gotta find somewhere to hide. And you kind of like like spread eagle looking for any sort of object to find cover behind. Don't find anything, so you just resort to like, curling yourself up in the smallest ball you can on the floor. <laughs> and once you get down there, you realize that there's actually... Like, a chance gap in the floorboards where you're standing. Not big enough to be a problem, but big enough for you to actually slip through and get below deck. That's sweet. I
4: do that. Okay. I
1: mean, With a 44 stealth. Yeah.
2: Wow.
1: (laughs) Short of disappearing
4: entirely. (laughs) (laughs) Putting on the one ring.
1: (laughs) So, Lemon literally goes through the floor. Nice. I don't know if this has actually come up before, but... Lemon, you have an ability that lets you squeeze through spaces as if you were one size category smaller than you are, right? Correct. So you can squeeze through something as if you were like the size of a house cat.
4: What? Yep. I have my, I can squeeze through a space that is one foot in in size.
1: (laughs) Wow. That's actually quite a big, a a bigger gap than I had envisioned. There's a one foot wide gap. Oh, well. I mean, loose
4: board that I lifted up to just over one foot. Popped under and pulled down. Yeah. Hoping somebody would walk on it to knock it back.
1: All right. It's Aaron's turn. He finishes casting in large person, and shield hasn't moved. So he's just like, I hope you're still there. I hope you're still there. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> in, I'm in
2: full shield defense mode, and
1: then I just get bigger, the bigger target. Now, hold on now. You now have 50% concealment from Aaron.
2: What? Because oh, though- he's blind Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: Highs or lows? <laughs> I gotta go highs, dog. Your shield gets bigger. <laughs> One.
2: Oh, no! I don't die, do I?
1: No, he just misses
2: you. <laughs> <music> <laughs> okay. And it costs a charge on the wand.
1: <laughs> he casts it on Big Blue Baloo. He casts it, but he's blind, you're blind. Yeah,
2: it's a, it's a blind party <laughs> over here. It
1: really is. All right, it is now this bird's turn.
2: Yo, fuck that bird.
1: It, like So it like, made its first swoop through. It did like a little barrel roll, made everybody blind, and then finished its movement farther out over the water, and it kind of, like, ended its, like, swoop, turned around, and flew back, and it's now going to target... Who's up in the crow's nest? Scram. It's Nita Butler. We'll go with Nita Butler. Oh, I need a Butler right now. (laughs) I'd say that hits. It flies by and takes a big bite out of Nita. So Nita's not dead. Well, that's good. But is very close. And uh, Nita's gonna take some bleed damage. Ooh. So, this bird swoops by, takes a bite out of Nita, and does the same thing. Finishes its move action up over Baloo's ship. And Nita doesn't die from the bite, but like everyone below decks is just splattered with blood oh, god. from Nita's wound. Mm. Shortly after, Nita falls to the main deck, dead.
2: Oh my oh.
1: god. And we'll see you next
2: week.
3: Oh. No! See
1: ya!
2: <laughs> See ya. See ya. See ya. The last thing I need in the news. (laughs) Local idiot has wedding with the (laughs) bears. Five bald.